Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Fun, entertaining, knowledgeable. All right. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Live and local. It's time for the Fan Morning Show with Bart Winkler. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. And we're talking Brewers baseball. All Brewers all day. Yeah, you don't like that. The Packers have started to take up some of the conversation, do you? Well, all right. Trade Josh Hader. That'll get you back on the front page. Above the fold, as we used to say, Josh Hader traded to the Padres. You know that by now. We're about 20 hours removed. So who do we get? We got Taylor Rogers. Rogers was an all-star with the Twins last year. Rogers was a guy that a lot of these guys I just know from fantasy. So Rodgers was the guy that I picked up because I saw he was having a bunch of tra- uh, saves. And then I put him on my team, and then, like, he had a million ERA. He just lost his closer role two days ago. With the Padres? Yes. Yeah, so this year with Rodgers, here I'll look at his uh, game log because I know he had a good start to the season. So he got traded um, at the beginning of the year. He got traded, like, right after the lockout was over. And there was a flurry of activity. So Taylor Rogers in April had a, wow, eight and two thirds innings, eight saves, not a single earned run. Pretty good. Pretty good. May 13 innings, ERA of 270. Tacked down another nine saves that month. Uh, in June, he had a 559 ERA. Across nine and two thirds innings, and then in July, he had a nine three one ERA across nine and two thirds innings. So where he was really dominant and then struggled, Josh Hader's done the same thing. Now Hader's been better since the All Star break, and now it doesn't really matter for us until he beats us in the playoffs. But Rogers, Rogers had a good two months of the season, and then he's been bad for two months. Especially bad in uh, July. So that is who is coming over. That's good. The Brewers also acquired 
Denelson Lamette. Now, Lamette's a guy, he's been one of these guys that's like a super prospect that you know, someday he's going to be so good, but he's had injuries. He spent his whole career so far at the majors with San Diego, 82 games, 56 starts, 15 and 19. If that matters, a four ERA. I mean, he's got 410 strikeouts and 315 innings opponents off him hitting just 217. So maybe the Brewers can put him in their lab or whatever and get something out of him. His best season was 2020, the strikeout shortened year, or the, the no, the COVID year. What I said didn't make sense. He was all MLB second team across those uh, 13 appearances in relief. So he had a good year in the shortened season. The Brewers also acquired an outfielder who will start at AAA, Estery Ruiz. We could see him come up to the minor, uh, majors, rather. And then... Robert Gasser, who is a pitcher that is going to be in the double-A uh, situation. So that's what they have acquired up to this point. I think my favorite uh, saying, I guess, over these last 24, well, I guess 20 hours since we've gotten them is, well, you know, wait till we get them in the, that pitching lab. Wait till we get them in there. Okay, well, what does that do for us now? I mean, a trade like this, you trade your all-star closer who's got a year and a half left on his deal for a guy that, you know, can, for essentially two relievers that are going to be at the big league level, an outfielder prospect who's highly regarded. He's seventh, but he's not one of their top five, six. And then a pitcher in double A. I think this is something that we're like, okay, if the team is bad. Right? If the team is bad, you're like, eh, yeah, we, we, I wish we could have got more we'd, for Hater, but I'd be celebrating us, right? We'd have a much different spin on it. Yes. This is not the peak of Josh Hater's value, clearly. This is not the peak of Hater's value. Hater, if he got traded early in his career, could have fetched you more. And that's, you know, that's another part of this where Brewers fans that I'm talking to and I'm seeing and that I'm tweeting with, well, you want to get something for him before he leaves. Is that the is that the philosophy? Is that uh, whose philosophy is that? Did it always be that way? Uh, the the more English correct way to say it was it always that way? Did it always be like this? Was it always like this? Because sometimes, like I brought up Aaron Judge the other day. Aaron Judge has a uh, two months left on his deal. He's not signed an extension with the Yankees yet. I think he probably will in the off season, but there's a chance he doesn't. There's a chance he doesn't. You'd be a free agent and the Yankees might get nothing in return for Aaron judge. What value do you put on the two months that you're still going to get out of Aaron judge or this whole year, this whole year, he's got 40 some home runs. He homered again last night. What value do you put on actually having the guy play for you? Why does it always have to be? Well, you got to flip them before they leave. Does, Does him not being here? I've always said the value of what Josh Hader is to your team is more than the value you're going to get in return. And it looks to be that way to me. That looks to be like that to me. I, I don't think they got better out of this. Now, they did make another trade last night. And I didn't know, like, it was Tim joking with me. They traded Mark Mathias and Antoine Kelly for Matt Bush. 
if you read Matt Bush's Wikipedia page, it's a rap sheet of everything he's ever done to get in trouble. I don't I don't know if it's fair to go through all that. I was gonna, but it feels kind of mean-spirited. Everybody gets a second chance. And third and fourth and fifth and sixth. He was the first round pick back in all four. Uh, he's been healthy the last few weeks. He had some forearm soreness. He'll be a middle innings mix guy for a council. Uh, arbitration eligible for the next two years. So he's 36, but he can be a low-cost option for a while. So that's what we've done. We're, we're adding three guys to the major league team right now. We're adding three guys to the major league roster, according to what Stearns has said. And we lost Josh Hader. And now we're also getting Freddie Peralta back. I'm going to look at the Brewers roster here um, because now some other guys, there's a lot of dominoes yet to fall. They've got a flurry of moves that they have to make today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Trade deadline notwithstanding. So without the trade deadline, you are adding, so you took Hader away, so you're, you still have, because you traded for Bush. Just Rogers falls in that spot, right? Rod Lamette is going to be in the big leagues. Okay. Oh, you're saying you're saying I'm just saying yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying, saying I'm looking at I want to know what three pitchers do they have on the roster right now that are see you later. Strzelecki. Strzelecki. Is he's he's still on the roster, right? Yeah. Okay. Strzelecki's gotta be one. I'll say the candidates are Gott, Gustave, McGee, Milner, Strzelecki, Suter. Three of those. Do they get rid of Suter? I don't know. He's not been good. Hey, Ray's just got rid of Brett Phillips. You get rid of fan favorites if need be. Gustave? Do you get rid of Gustave? I don't know. What is his role? He's been like I, uh, in the ninth inning, yeah. then he's been in the third inning, then he's in the fifth inning. I don't know. You can't get rid of Gott. I think Gott's a key part of the bullpen. Gott just cut his hair. He does. He looks like Brad Boxberger. Yeah. Do you trade one of those guys too? There's The Brewers are going to have a very busy day today. Very busy day. Has no no there's been no trades this morning now? No, nothing that I've seen. Nothing this morning? Nothing this morning. Just a lot of talk. Okay. A lot of talk. A bunch more happened yesterday. We saw the Braves and Astros made a deal. It just yeah, that just uh they just completed that. So what is it? Will Smith? Will Smith uh for Jay Goderizzi? Jay Goderizzi, yeah. Okay. So they made that deal. The Astros also got Trey Mancini. From Baltimore? From Baltimore. All right, that was a first-base guy that I would have liked here. The Cardinals got Jose Quintana from the Pirates. They're trying everything. <laughs> Dude, Quintana is not as terrible as everyone thinks he is. He's having a decent year. And he's good against the Brewers, if I recall correctly. So that sucks. Uh, he kills us. Robbie Grossman is now a Brave. Yep, from Detroit, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the Brewers want another catcher, Austin Romine has been DFA'd from the Why Cardinals. Why not? I, I kind of like your theory of just getting, what, four, five more catchers and throw out nine of them? Yeah, we got three. Why not get four? Uh, any other trades go down? So then the bigger one, yeah, Brett Phillips got DFA'd. Yeah, he got DFA'd. I swear, if we go get him because we need an outfielder and don't make a big trade impact bat. You just, want Brett back? You want Brett in his no, 162? No, no, I don't. Betting average but there back? are people out there that are saying they want Brett. Well, we like Brett. Sure, we like him. He's a nice guy. Don't get me wrong, but 
What's the goal here? Oh, wait, yeah, the goal is just to make the playoffs. Look, Stearns, they don't want to be bad ever. They want to keep butts in seats. So if you get guys that are young and controllable and then pair them with guys that we like, we'll keep coming to the ballpark. The Brewers could have the A's record right now, and they'll draw 2 million people. I really believe that. I Trust me. I worked through those bad days. Right. Not as bad as 2002, 2003, but there were some years where it was pretty bad. 2000, when did I start? 2006, 2007. That wasn't, wasn't that great. To after The year after, 2009 after the playoffs, 2010. Wasn't that great? No, but we people were still went. Two point five million fans every year. People still go to these games. Trust me, the 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 way that they run promotions and all the stuff that they give away and the ticket deals that they have and I mean, you can go to a game honestly without if you don't buy food. If you just want to go watch a game, you could go for park for free on Blue Mound, take a shuttle down, have something to drink at a bar, buy a ticket for six dollars. Boom, you're in. Yeah. They have so many ticket promotions, so they're gonna get the two two point five million people. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. I'm gonna play this clip from uh Stearns again in a minute. The other thing that we're watching is Juan Soto. I don't understand why the Nationals would trade him. I really don't. Just like with the Brewers, with the Brewers, could you have gotten a better package for Hayter had you trade him in the offseason? Probably. And apparently they never made a call outward on Hater. That's an, I know that's the thing that got uh, Tim Allen all upset. Here's David Stearns about how this process went down. For the last three years, and you said it, for the last three years, any time you get into a trading season, whether it was the trade deadline or the winter meetings, uh, we would have teams call us. Um, we have never uh, we have never made an outgoing call on Josh Hader. Um, and that was true this deadline as well. Um but we, we have received many incoming calls. Um, and that was true this deadline. And as we always do, we listen. And um, in this case, uh, we had a couple of very aggressive um, teams that pursued Josh. Uh, and ultimately, this San Diego deal was one that we thought was in the best interest of our organization. So I'm trying to what I'm trying to do is I'm listening to these sound bites and I'm trying to like, what does that tell us? What does that tell you? What does that tell you what David Stern said there? 414-677-1250. You can tweet us, 1250 AM, the fan. What does him saying that tell you? It, t- it tells me that they were like, they made it known that, yeah, we're open for business. A couple of teams called him, the Padres, and then maybe another. Stearns looked at the two offers and was so either blown away or content with the offer from the Padres that he had to take it. This is the best you could have done for Josh Hader? Is that what we're saying? This is the best you could have done for Josh Hader. The trade deadline's not till today. Can you say, all right, Padres, that's a good offer. We'll get back to you. Maybe call up the Mets. Call somebody else. Say, hey, I got I got some offers on the table for Hader. Do, do, do you not explore it a little bit? I know that the trade process, maybe it does, maybe it's not as simple as that. Maybe it's maybe it's harder than that. It seems to me if you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna actually commit to trading Josh Hader, and this has been something that has been talked about for years, don't you commit to that? Don't you want to make sure you get the best package available? That's not how it went down here. Uh, one other thing from Stearns I've been talking about a lot regarding taking a closer off a first place team. Teams in first place, they're sellers. 
these are difficult decisions. Um, and as, as we've done our best to determine how we can extend our window of competitiveness for as long as possible, uh, how we can avoid some of the deep down cycles that certain organizations have experienced, we believe that making decisions like this, regardless of how difficult they may be at that point in time, is really essential. Um, you know, Mark, his family, our ownership group, um, they, they are not interested in a prolonged rebuild ever. Um, our fan base is not interested in a prolonged rebuild ever. Um, in order to avoid those prolonged down cycles, uh, we believe occasionally making a very difficult decision like this um, is needed. And, and that's why we made the move today. So what does that tell you? First of all, I thought it was telling that he says Mark and his family and the fan base. He didn't say him. I don't think Stern's – I don't think he likes this move. I think I th- the, the, the feeling that I get is Mark Adonazio said, you know, we're going to go to – I mean, they talk about it. We're going to go to arbitration with this guy. I'm not comfortable paying him $16 million or whatever. I'm certainly not going to resign him. So if there's something that you can do to make the team better – that's where I'm coming from. I want to let you know that that's what I'm going to do. And Mark said, okay, well, can we trade him in the offseason? And then they talked about it, and, and what's what's best? So then Stearns tells everybody, all right, uh, he's available. Let's take some phone calls here. Gets a trade, and he's like, I mean, do you like this? I, I guess. All right, let's do it. And then he talks to the media, and he says, Mark never wants this team to not be competitive. And the fans don't either. I don't think we need to be in it. There's something to be like you can you can look at this a lot of different ways. It's just it's just the way that you frame it. It's just what what works for you. You know that's why we've had the phones uh, as busy as they've been today. That's why we're, we're we're talking about this. You can like this trade. You can be happy about this trade. You can think that the Brewers are doing what's best for the Brewers. But what is what is the goal? Ultimately, I think for me, the goal should be to win a World Series. The Brewers' goal is to get cracks at the apple. It's to stay competitive. That's the Brewers' goal. I hate that term. It's I hate gonna, it, too. It's going to drive me nuts. Yeah, and that's going to stick with this team. For this is Stearns staying. Until Stearns leaves. Yeah, no, I hate it. But this is Stearns again yesterday. Today's trade, as we said in the release, is about doing everything we can as an organization um, to continue our mission and our goal of giving our, our team as many bites at the apple as we possibly can to they knew this trade would be judged so poorly. They put out a statement. Did you know that? The team put out a statement. Mm-hmm. So he's talking about that. Giving our, our team as many bites at the apple as we possibly can to sustain competitiveness um, and to avoid some of, the, um, some of the down cycles that we've seen throughout baseball uh, in the not-too-distant um, not past. Um, as we look around the industry um, teams that have been able to sustain consistent competitiveness, get into the playoffs, compete for the playoffs every single year. Uh, these are teams that at times have to make very difficult decisions. And today's decision to trade Josh Hader was a difficult decision. Um, we're thrilled with the amount of talent and the diversity of talent that we were able to get back in this trade. We were able to immediately add to our major league team. And we were able to bring in two very high ceiling, very well regarded prospects uh, to continue to complement um, our system that will allow us to sustain competitiveness um, for 
for quite a while. Yeah, I think his boss made him do it. His boss made him do it. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. His boss totally made him do agree. it. His boss made him do it. In a panic move, too. I yeah. think it was a panic move. Yeah, I this is I just it's so stupid. Pat's in Brookfield. What's up, Pat? Yeah, I, I can't disagree with you guys more on this. I mean, Mark Antanasio, um, just just how we've seen him in the past, he has gone out and made big moves to try to win this year. He's done it multiple times. And frankly, Josh Hader is very good. But at the end of the day, he's a closer. He's a closer that blows Dave, just like all closers. And you're not going to pay this guy. And we, we can make the argument that, Listen, maybe we could get a better deal in the offseason, but Brewers fans should be mad at two things. They should be mad at Major League Baseball and how it's set up, and we should also be mad at Kristen Yelich because we went out and signed the face of the franchise for a blowout contract just like we did Ryan Braun, and frankly because of the way the league's set up, that's going to hurt us. We can't do it again, especially when we have three great starting pitchers that are going to be coming up in the next year or two, and we probably want to try to hold on to two of them. I would rather hold on to Corbin Burns and Woodruff and let a closer go. I mean, we have had a very good record of getting closers in here for one year, two years, and they've done a fine job. We can do it again. David Sturz was on board with this trade. Mark Antanasio did not make him do this. Let's stop all these stupid, crazy conspiracy theories and just understand we're living in reality. This is the way it works. And our anger is misplaced on Brewers. But that's that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing with the Brewers. You can never be angry at anybody on the Brewers because there's always a scapegoat. I can never be angry at Craig because that's what David gave him. I can never be angry at David because that's what Mark gave him. I can never be angry at Mark because that's what baseball is. That that gives him a free pass to do anything. Well, it's it's reality though. I mean, what what do you want to say? You want to live in an alternative reality? I want these guys to try. I want these guys to care enough to win a World Series like I do. Okay, so so we're the fourth best team in the National League this year. Maybe we're not going to win a World Series. Like, let's just look at it. This is not the Kansas City Royals. Well, then sell everybody. Years ago. Then sell everybody and let's try next year. Well, okay, maybe that's a better a better process. But we're not winning the World Series this year. We are an average ball club in a crappy division. Like, get that through everybody's head. We're not going to beat the Dodgers in seven games unless we want to run Corbin Burns out there five days in a row. It's not happening. So then what do you like about this trade? My my whole deal with this trade is it was going to happen, and and we maybe thought we could get something better in the offseason, but who knows? Maybe we couldn't. And I have trust in David Stearns that looking at these four players, he sees something – that maybe we're not as smart about seeing. And I, and I think if we look at Mark Antanasio and David Stearns and this organization over the past seven or eight years, we need to give them the benefit of the doubt. And it's really that simple to me. You can be upset about it if we want, but I'm saying it's misplaced aggression. And we just gave a big contract to Christian Yelich, who is now a singles hitter, hitting 250, And that just sucks. But it seems like when the Brewers do that, we get burnt. It just happened with Ryan Braun. So we've got two great starting pitchers, which is the only chance we're going to have to win is based on pitching because we're never going to be able to load up our offense with four all-star hitters. That's just we don't have enough money to do it. And a closer is a closer. Pitches every three days, once every three days, maybe two for an inning. 
I'm sorry. A closer is just not that important. Well, what about Woody and Burns? This is t- they're not keeping them. Woody and Burns are as good maybe, as gone. Maybe they will. They won't. How do we know that? They won't. They have had no extension talks. But they're still under control for two more years. <laughs> All right. So the next year at the deadline, just, I, we're trading know, Woody and I'm Burns if, if this we, is the model. If we, if we, if we don't trade Hader, I, we could have waited till the offseason. I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. But thinking that we were either going to sign this guy, you know, it's just it wasn't going to happen. So I, I think that I think the deal's a pretty good deal, and I don't think we were on the cusp of winning a World Series this year. Looking at this terrible offense, Pat, I got to get going. Good chat, though, buddy. Yeah, thanks, man. Four one four six seven seven twelve fifty. Got my blood blood boiling. That is a stern soldier right there. Well, I think Stearns wants a new job. He's out of here in three and a half months, whether it be September or October 4th or October when they get eliminated three days later by San Diego or if somehow they manage to win a series after. I think this trade is Stearns telling everybody, get me the hell out of here. It's funny. I got a tweet here that says this caller is dead on. I got a tweet. This is the most delusional Brewer fan. (laughs) Right down the middle. More from you guys coming up here on The Fan. I do want to remind you, want to remind you, big weekend coming up. I was listening to Big Show yesterday when this went down. And Leroy's like, man, this week was supposed to be all about me. And then Hater got traded. Yeah, I heard that. (laughs) (laughs) That was so great. That was funny. So Leroy's getting inducted in the Hall of Fame this weekend. Got his jacket ready to be there. And we thought, we, we got to be there, too. So I'm uh, teaming up with Gary Ellerson. We're road tripping it. And we're going to have the big show on Friday from Canton. And we are going to do a special show Saturday morning, The Road to Canton. That'll be from 7 to 10 a.m. on the fan and the Odyssey app, of course. Check it out. We're going to do that this weekend. It's brought to you by Current Electric, Schneider National, and your local pick-and-save stores. Again, I love going. My brother's got a birthday this week, and I was thinking, you know, it'd be nice as an autographed bottle of Leap Vodka from Leroy. And then I just go to pick and save, and there's like 100 of them that are already signed. <laughs> Leroy's awesome. He's just, oh, I'll just sign these. Eh, whatever. That's cool. More coming up. Just a couple minutes with you. I, I think it was important for us um, to be able to feel like we were stabilizing um, our bullpen, under understanding how big a piece Josh is to that and has been. Um, and so to be able to, to bring back two major league pieces, um, that fit into that group, I, I think is, is helpful. Yeah. Hell yeah. All sports. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Tim Shea. We are live on the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app and you can get all your podcasts on demand, including for this show, the Bart Winkler show. Uh, Steve sends me a tweet. Keith Law has a write up. At the Athletic, Jay Jaff has a write-up at Fangrass. Ginny uh, Searle has a write-up at Baseball Prospectus. They all like the trade for the Brewers, but in what window is the like? If 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 you look at this trade, like long term, it might be a good trade. But is that what we're doing all the time? Long-term trades? You trade a you trade your All-Star closer. You're in first place. At the trade deadline. 
It makes no sense. This team's, they're selling. They sold. What the hell? And I think the quote that I keep playing with David Stearns, and forgive me if you've heard it 9,000 times, but in this soundbite, they, they didn't talk about anything other than playoffs. What? How come the words World Series don't come into this team's mouth? Because that's not their goal. Their goal is not even to make the playoffs. Their goal is to just not be bad. Listen to this. You know, Mark, his family, our ownership group, um, they, they are not interested in a prolonged rebuild ever. Um, our fan base is not interested in a prolonged rebuild ever. Um, in order to avoid those prolonged down cycles, uh, we believe occasionally making a very difficult decision like this um, is needed. And, and that's why we made the move today. They're not contending for titles. They're just trying not to be bad. They're afraid of being bad. And they are assuming that winning a World Series means that eventually you'll be bad. Why? Why? How come when you win a World Series, you have to be bad? Because it happened to the Cubs. The Cubs won a World Series, hung on to their guys, and then traded them all. And instead of like doing a normal rebuild, they decided to go from the total bottom of the barrel, which nobody should do, and the Cubs have no need to do, and yet they did it anyway. Don't look at the Cubs as the example. The Cubs are doing it the absolute wrong way. The Cubs are doing it because they're being cheap. Very cheap. And they don't, and they have the money. They have the money. They they have what we want. The money. The Braves won the World Series last year. They're contending. The Dodgers won the World Series the year before that. They're contending. The Nationals the year before that. I don't know what they're doing. They're being stupid. As long as you're not, just be, just because you win a World Series doesn't mean you're going to go into a rebuild. It does if you be stupid. Like the Nationals, if they trade Juan Soto today, that'd be the, that'd be the dumbest thing ever. I will be, I, honestly, I will be as mad as I've been all morning. You don't trade a 23-year-old that is a generational talent. One of the things I said on uh, Zach Gelb's show, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I hosted National on Friday night, is that I have this book with my kid. It's like Baseball's Greats, and we read it. It says letter A for, God, I don't even remember. It's the first name I see. But, Apple. Oh, uh, Hank Aaron. Oh, Hank. Oh, yeah, baseball, baseball. Hank, Hank Aaron. Aaron. Yep. And like uh, B, Yogi Berra. C is for Roberto Clemente. How much of this book do I know off the top of my head? But then it's all these, it's like Juan Soto is going to be in the book 100 years from now. Jay, Juan Soto. And you're going to trade him? Stupid. They're dumber than we are. Ann's in South Milwaukee. Ann. Well, hi, and I'd like to say that as a Brewer fan, I'm fine with a rebuild if it comes after a World Series Me game. too, and I think everybody <laughs> is. And second of all, you know, God bless him, my dad's 84 and I'm 54, and I don't think either one of us will see a Brewers championship win in our lifetime. I've just reached the acceptance stage, stage of Brewers fandom. God, you know? I'm 39 and I'm mad. If I was your dad at 84, I would be pissed. <laughs> You know, it's just like why it is what it is. They're okay with just being competitive, and it's cheaper to celebrate a team that lost a World Series 40 years ago than try and win one today, basically. And I'm sorry if I sound bitter, but, man, I am right bitter right now. 
No, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, you want to talk about oh, sounding yeah. bitter. Welcome to this is the this is the show to do it. I, I agree, and it's like uh, I just get I just have given up. They are what they are. They're fine with being competitive, and they, you know, uh, Adam McCalvey quote tweeted me yesterday because I I said, well, they never say win a World Series because that's what you don't hear. And they're like, oh, he said it in the statement. Well, he gives lip service to it. So, and that those are my thoughts. I'm sorry, I just had to vent. Ugh. No, I, that's why we're. That's why we have phones. And don't okay. be a stranger. <laughs> okay, I won't. Thanks, Bert. See ya. And South Milwaukee. We are celebrating the 40th anniversary <laughs> of a team that blew a lead in a World Series. <laughs> that I might have to clip alone. <laughs> that's that's my that's my that well that that that's some self-admitted trolling. It's one thing to say we talk about a team that blew a lead 40 years ago. Or no, to to celebrate to losers. Celebrate, but yeah. now I'm like, ah, yeah. we blew a lead. Just because I'm a jerk. The Cubs are celebrating their six-year anniversary of a World Series. And the Cubs are in a rebuild, and who mm-hmm. cares? They they don't care. Now, now they are they are doing it way extreme. They are. They're stupid. But if you win a championship, like I, we talked to Tim Allen earlier. He said, how many years of bad Brewer play would you be okay with if it meant a World Series this year? First number off the top of my head was eight, and I thought I might be light with that. You're very light with that. All I'd go, t- I'd go 10 to 15. Series. All we want is a all we want to do is win a World Series. There's, I want to see a World Series, and there are people in my life that I want them to see it too before things happen. Bucks won the title last year. Yep. And then they did not make the finals this year. I'm okay with that. You couldn't. You couldn't even tell that they did. Like it was. It was a bummer. We lost to Boston, and Middleton was hurt, and you know then we watched the finals. But what happened? What happened? All we all we did was spend the rest of the summer tweeting videos from last year. And we're going to be doing it till the end of time. Ten years from now, no matter how the Bucks are doing, what are we going to be doing on July 18th? Hey, this was the block night. This is the remember that here's because it stays with you, man. Yeah, I'm pissed that the Packers haven't been to a Super Bowl since 2010, but they've been to a soup. They won it, and I always remember that run. I still have it on my DVR, and I watch it. It is my go-to when people come to my house and stay for a night, and we're eating pizza at 2.30, and I throw on the Super Bowl. They're so afraid, the Brewers are, that we're going to leave them. I just bought more Bucks championship gear last week. Fanatics has these shirts still for six bucks. We're back in three minutes. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at Bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 12.50 a.m. The Fan. I'm Bart Winkler. That is Tim Shea. Hey, we crossed the Rubicon yesterday. With our uh, Twitter account. I was kind of surprised. You know, I, uh, I'm i one to throw a curse out there on Twitter, right? I swear. I try not to, but mm-hmm. I think in the playoffs, it's acceptable. And I try not to swear the rest of the time on, on Twitter, but, you know, whatever. But if I swear on Twitter, you know, I have the ability to get into our fan page account. I don't. I don't retweet when I swear. Evan Heffelfinger of the postgame show, in all caps, said, Stearns, what the F are you doing? And it got retweeted from the fan account. Are we are we not are we not a G-rated fan who, account anymore? Who did that? I don't know. When was this? I bet it Evan did it. He tweeted yesterday about the trade. Stearns, what the are you doing? In caps. Wasn't me. Across the Rubicon. And then a few hours later, with the Matt Bush move, Evan's like, this is a great under-the-radar Stearns move. <laughs> okay, well, we are, are we mad today? Are we, are we happy today? What are we, we going to be today? Brewers trade Josh Hader to the Padres. And I think for me, you know, I'm getting articles here, and you guys are tweeting, and yeah, look at this trade from this perspective, look at it from this perspective. I think it's more about the than the trade for me. Because you can break down this trade. First of all, I think a lot of you don't ever want to criticize the Brewers because you don't want to feel stupid if this is the year they win the World Series. I don't know why you feel that way. I think that's insane. But yet, nobody would be with me when the Bucks were down 0-2. No, Bart, you're stupid. Well, what is it? Yeah, the Brewers could win the World Series this year. 
That's the problem that I'm having. This is a team whose philosophy is we are going to try to make it to the playoffs because we're afraid that fans will leave us if we don't. And we don't ever want to have a bad record. And we think that if we had to win a World Series, we'd have to give up too many of our pieces that would keep us competitive. So we are never going to go all in, per se, because we're more worried about the ramifications than the fact that the good that could come out of winning a World Series. Wisconsin Family tweets me, The Brewers still live off 1982, and they didn't even win that series. If the Brewers won a World Series and then tanked for eight years, no one would care. They'd be able to live off a World Series win until the day we're dead, let alone they could rebuild. This is, I mean, are we, how, uh, Tim, 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 Tim. The Mil- the Milwaukee Brewers, Mark Ananasio and the Milwaukee Brewers are so scared of being bad for periods at a time, right? They don't want they don't want a couple of years of bad baseball. Mm-hmm. And you can respect that because you want to be good. You want to be competitive. But they're never going to go all in. They're never going to go all in because they think that they would have to give up too many pieces to be bad for a while. So they don't want to do that. They don't want to do that. They're living in fear. They're looking at the bad. They're looking at, if we win a World Series, they're looking at it as a bad thing. If we win a World Series, then we'll likely have to rebuild eventually. Hello? If you win a World Series, how do you make the Josh Hader trade for fear of what a rebuild will be? If you win a World Series the same week, you are inviting the 1982 Brewers to have a weekend celebration, a team that 40 years ago lost a World Series. Am I the only one seeing this? They are celebrating. We, I mean, what is this? We are the one team in history that thinks winning a World Series would be bad. We think winning a World Series is a hindrance to our bottom line. Well, if we long-term it here, a World Series might mean this, and we might have a few down here. They don't care about winning a World Series. They are telling you that. Now, they might luck into one, but that's not their goal. That's what they told, not so much with the trade, but with the Stern's comments afterwards. They are explicitly telling you that their goal is not a World Series that it would be worse for their organization to win a World Series. It's the loser mentality. The Brewers' statement that they felt they had to release to the fans because everyone was like, what the caps lock F are they doing? The players we are receiving in this trade help ensure that the future of the Milwaukee Brewers remains bright while not compromising our desire and expectations to win today. This mix of present major league talent and high-level prospects Further's our aim to get as many bites of the apple, this phrase, what are they doing, as possible, and ultimately to bring a World Series to Milwaukee. You know why they keep saying that? What stadium had the big apple in it? City Field, Stearns, Mets. <laughs> Trading good players on good teams is difficult, and that currently is the case with Josh. We also recognize that to give our organization the best chance to win for sustained competitiveness to avoid the extended down periods that so many organizations experience, we must make decisions that are not easy. They'll bring a World Series to Milwaukee if they if they luck into one. They are not building a... 
They're not building a roster to win a World Series. If they ever win a World Series, it's going to be the magic carpet ride type thing. If they ever win a World Series, they're going to upset other teams that are more prone to do it. I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm not saying it won't happen this year. Of all the years, it probably would be this year because this is the year that I've been the most down on it. And that's why some of you don't want to ever say anything bad about the Brewers because somebody's going to go look at your Twitter and put you on old takes exposed like he cares. They don't want to win a World Series. That's their goal. Their goal is not to win a World Series, and that's ultimately what frustrates me. If you want to look at how good uh, Ruiz might be in the future, if you want to look at, well, Taylor Rogers and Matt Bush stabilize the middle of the bullpen, I mean, these are all things that they can – it's fine. Jim Bonin, two minutes ago, the Padres now appear to be the front runner to land Juan Soto. Why would the Nationals trade Juan Soto? That is dumber than this. Dustin's in Racine. Hey, Dustin. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm very disheartened today. And you, you can hear in that sound bite, too, when he says the ownership, they don't want to have a long down period. And somehow he lumped the fans into it. I don't know where he got that information of. But then he said, we, you know, we need to make these difficult moves. So it kind of gives him like, don't be mad at me because you know, this is what they want. So I, we have to make this move. It's such a, uh, it's, it's very disheartening. And even when these guys come up, I, I just feel like we're the minor league for, you know, like they set up, you know, Tim said about uh money ball earlier. We just feel like we're, the minor leagues for these major. Well, we always cities. thought that Prince Fielder would be a Yankee, you know, or the minor league for the Dodgers. Now we're the minor league for the Padres. How could, how are we any different than the Padres? It's, it's very sad. And I've been saying all year, you know, Anastasio take us for granted. We've, is there another small market team that has more sustained, sustained fan, you know, exposure than, we have. I, I don't under. I just don't understand. It feels like I've been going to these games for the last twenty five years and loving the team for what? I it it, it just it's very disheartening. I, I agree with you a thousand percent. Thanks, Dustin. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, see you, buddy. Texting back and forth with my dad a little bit this morning, as fathers and sons do. Yeah, I remember my dad. My dad take me to all the taked me. My dad taked me. I'm talking like my kid. My dad took me to these Brewer caravans. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. One day, Paul Molitor was in Fond du Lac. I was like, oh. It was the greatest thing that ever happened in my life up to that point. It's also the night I had uh, food go down the wrong pipe. I remember vividly being in the bathroom at Holiday Inn. So, since we're talking about dads. What, your dad? Uh, he's in Mexico, so yeah. he has no idea what's going on. No. Yeah. So he goes. So what? What happened? He just he saw a headline: trader, ha- trader hated, trader hated. Oh. Wow, hater traded. Holy cow! Did I screw that one? We up? should. We missed an opportunity. We should have called him on the show I, live. Well, I to tell him the news. I we could have. Yeah. Well, today. Yeah. Good but, job. But uh, yeah, he's like, what? And then he read about the players, and he was just. He goes, I leave and all hell breaks loose. Well, what about with my kid? Like, I want him to be a Brewer fan. I want to go to games with him. What am What's I going to tell gonna him? What's he going to think? What am I going to tell him? Hater's gone. Hater's gone, son. 
I saw one of my friends has like a seven-year-old kid who haters his favorite player, even wears the number 71, and he posted like a heartfelt thing on Facebook yesterday, like, like they tore their family apart, like their dog died. Think about all those people that bought those City Connect jerseys with hater on the back of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toby Altizer is wearing a Juan Soto jersey, and I look at him, and I'm going to start crying. What the hell are you? What what the hell? Is, is this is this? Are you on? No, I have Comrex Two on. What is that? Nobody knows. <laughs> what now? It won't work. Oh, Could you what, go over there for a second, please? Should we play a joke on him since he doesn't have his headphones? Should we tell him that Juan Soto's been traded already? No. Come no, on. No. Come on. No. Now he's got. His <sighs> now he's got headphones on. Darn. As mad as I am about the Brewers, I would be thirteen times as mad if the Nationals trade Soto today. Yeah, I don't know why we would. I don't know. You think it's happening? Probably. Why? And he's going to end up in the same place Josh Hader is. That's when I really started to get pissed yesterday. Once I realized the Brewers did not, like the Padres were still able to trade for Josh yeah, Hader. I, I don't understand what the heck you're doing if you're the Brewers, allowing them to get Josh Hader, not having to give up any of the top five guys, and now they'll probably go get Soto. Because guess what? If you're A.J. Preller, GM of the Padres, and you were able to get Hader for that— yeah, I'll throw in an extra prospect. Why not? Uh, let's get Juan Soto. Let's build a super team, and then we'll figure it out later on. Do you agree with my takes that I think Stearns hates this trade as much as we do and wants to get the hell out of here? Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, Leroy was even bringing it up yesterday. He's like, you know what? Stearns probably is looking at that Mets job thinking, man, that's going to be nice when I get to go there. Well, it's like how many – the guy's got to the guy's got to go scrape Matt Bush out of the – Back of oh our my teeth. Gosh, I, I'm not. <laughs> I, I. Oh, what do you got back there? Oh, oh, I got Matt Bush in there. I can't get excited about anything the Brewers have done. And then the statements that McAlvey put out of him talking about bats and saying, "Well, you know, I don't know that there's any clear upgrades." Well, everyone on your team's batting 240. Anybody batting 250 or above is a clear upgrade. God, Stearns wants out. Me too. But we can, all the fans can say we want out. We're not going anywhere. Be bad for 30 years. Just get us a World Series. I can already see tomorrow's show how the Brewers didn't get a bat today. We're done. Oh, that'll be fun. Toby's in with the big show next. Tim and I are going to go drink beers in the parking lot and cry. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one. They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.